You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 319 of Podcateers. This week we're taking on Pixar Pier, and you might be surprised to find out how much of it is coming down in this armchair imagineering episode. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you in part by the generosity of the FGP Squad, our podcast for your godparents through their support via Patreon. If you would like more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can find out more by going to podcateers.com FGP. And to all of the members of the FGP Squad, we'd like to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Plus, FGP Squad, there's going to be some additional content that goes with this episode uploaded to Patreon. We'll be uploading that later this week, so make sure to check that out. Also, a big thanks goes out to all of you that were able to make it out for the happy hour call. It was super fun. The game that we played is definitely on the list of ones to try again. Plus, I'm not really sure why I showed you the videos that I showed you, but... You know what? I guess that's what happens on the happy hour calls, right? Random awesomeness. So, you know, that happened. I can tell you, though, that we're all looking forward to the next one. So, um, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Here is episode 319 of Podcateers. doing good you know i promise not to um not to go off like i did in the last episode <laughs> i don't think you went off <laughs> okay i it's okay to be passionate I, I think well i mean i think i was a little past passionate i was a little peeved off <laughs> about me not getting my pin but you know well, i mean i think i'm better i think i'm good now okay good good um, I'm, I'm happy because we got our first, okay. So our friend Jill is selling these, uh, wax melts and different things through this company called Sensi, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like super obsessed with them right now because we got a Dumbo one that just smells absolutely delightful. It's kind of citrusy and orangey and kind of smells like cream popsicle to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just went through the process of ordering a lot more stuff from her. They have a license to sell like these Disney scents. So there's like a Mickey and Friends one. There's a Spider-Man one. There's a Circle of Life one for the Lion King. There's a Phineas and Ferb one with Perry on it. And I tend, I mean, I think I've been pretty open about the scents and flavors that I like. So mm-hmm. I like the citrusy flavors. And uh, my latest obsession scent wise is stuff with coconut. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flavor nice. and scents like coconut and orange and citrusy things, and pretty much everything I ordered has those scents associated nice. with it. So I'm looking forward to getting them, and I will let you know. But I could tell you that we got the wax melts because we have those little wax melting things. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And dude, they're closed and they are super strong. You yeah. can still smell the little melts with wow. the packages closed. That's awesome. I'm, I'm digging them so much. Like, I'm <laughs> loving them. That's I'm cool kind that of you. With it's them. cool that you mentioned that because the 
Magic Candle Company that I mentioned a few episodes back. Yeah. Uh, we just today placed our second order with them uh, nice. because we loved what we got from them. What'd you get? Um, let's see. Um, so I know we're getting most of their stuff is Disney World focused. Um, but yeah, I noticed that going through the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting the Polynesian. We're getting nice. the Enchanted Tiki Room. We're getting the Wilderness Lodge, um, three or four others that I can't remember, but they're, mm. they're oh, and we're getting, we're rebuying uh, Pinocchio's Village for sure. Um, and then I think we're also getting um, some more poison apple. I kid you not, the poison apple makes, like you can taste it. It tastes really? like a caramel apple. Like really? in your mouth. It makes your mouth water. It is so, so good. Like <laughs> we're 100% on board with these guys. They have amazing stuff. So I know That's Sensi awesome. does awesome work too. Um, it's been a while since we've actually bought anything from Sensi, but we used to buy a bunch of stuff from them. Um, so we're all about fragrancing up the room. It's it's so, so nice. Yeah. You know, like I said, most of the stuff that I've purchased, I've usually gotten it from like the big box chains because mm -hmm. they have really good sales. You get coupons through email and stuff mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I had to order a bunch of stuff recently and I'm so glad that our friend Jill reached out to me and told me about this because one, I needed to replenish everything because look, let's face it, things just get stinky and <laughs> sometimes you just like it to smell much better. I like the scents from these candles. What can I say? That's awesome. I like the scents from these w little wax melts. I love them. Uh, and what I like more about the little wax melts is obviously that there's no flame or anything that yeah. goes along with it. That's so, true. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to get the ones that I ordered. Uh, but I remember looking through the Magic Candle Company website and thinking about getting a couple of the ones that they had on there. But... Uh, because uh, we talked about this when we first mentioned them several episodes ago that I, I'm always leery about how they say something is going to smell like something and mm -hmm. then it doesn't or it's the essence of something like you I trust right like if you describe it as one way I know that I'm getting what I'm getting because of how you described it mm -hmm. like I feel the same way with Jill we went through the whole thing that she was selling and I said well what about this one she's like no that one's not that great I was like what about this one I was like no and it's not that it's not great for anybody it's for me right because yeah. she knows what I like mm -hmm. and sure. she knows what scent notes I would enjoy so when it's yeah that's not good she meant for me personally mm-hmm Eventually, I'll probably buy from some of these other companies as well because, I don't know, I'm still hopeful that one day somebody's going to nail the bromine smell. And I'm just going to be like, it's a weird smell to have in your house. But, man, if it smells like pirates or, you know, I'm going to be all for that. Yeah. Like, you can't argue with that. I'm just, I don't know. I'm weird. Totally. So, fun episode coming up in a moment. We're going to be armchair imagineering Pixar Pier, which is one of the areas we've had a lot to say about over the last <laughs> year. Yep. <laughs> um, I didn't start thinking about this till like an hour or two before we started recording because it's just been that type of week for me. But that's okay. Slacker. But that's okay. I feel like I have one solid answer. And everything else is kind of up for grabs. 
So as far as the armchair Imagineering trophy, it's going to go to one of you this episode. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It never goes to me. What are you talking about? You had some great ideas. That's not true. Yeah, you've had some definite yeah, winners for sure. Yeah, you've had some great sure. ideas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I got a bunch of stinkers this time. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll Let's just go through these. So, uh, in previous episodes, we have talked about some of the things that we do, uh, like to Grizzly River Run, for instance. Last year, we talked about how we would convert that to a brave attraction. Gavin had this really amazing idea and went into full detail. Uh, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback. A lot of people have uh, commented and you know reposted that idea as something that they would love to see at California Adventure. And I agree, man. I'm right there with you. I when I heard it, I was like, take my damn money. I want to see this. <laughs> um, we've talked a little bit about some of the other areas, but now <sighs> here we go. Putting the chalk on the hands, getting hmm. ready to do that handstand. Here we go. Ah, let me stretch my hammies before we get into this. Ah, <laughs> here we go. <sighs> All right. Who's going to go first? Should I get this kicked off? How do you want to do this? Yeah, you, you can go you first. Go first? Yeah, get all the, I, I get all the garbage first. ideas out of the way first, right? I get you. All right. <laughs> I'm for it. Let's do this. Um. Okay, so... One thing that I remember mentioning in the past is how I don't like that Monsters, Inc. is in the spot that, it, that it's in. So I would just sure. completely get mm -hmm. rid of that and I would move it over to Pixar Pier. Um, that's not what the idea is, but I just want to reiterate that it needs to move somewhere over there, but it does not belong in the Hollywood Land area. Uh, the idea that I want to bring forth today is think of something good. Think of something good. Think of something good. Let me see. What can you make <laughs> up on the spot? <clears throat> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I would start by getting rid of that entire Fisherman's Wharf area. Really? Yeah. I think there's a little bit of a disconnect okay. with the fact that we have Cars Land and then the Fisherman's Wharf area, and then it kind of goes into Pixar Pier. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. it should all be one cohesive area, and everything after Cars Land should just all be Pixar. So uh, I would retheme all of that to be a Finding Nemo area. Okay. Uh, what I would do is I would get rid of all the general branding, like that little bridge with the earthquake and all that stuff. I would just make it a solid bridge. Like, who cares about that earthquake stuff? Nobody cares. We're in California. We got real ones. <laughs> and I would take the Nemo subs out of Disneyland, and I would bring the subs into that water area that you see uh, when you're walking through that little pathway. Now, the subs, though would just kind of be kinetic energy for the area. Like you wouldn't actually board the submarines. They would actually go into a tunnel and they would come out, you know, from from the other side. So you would just kind of see these rotating, um, you would see these rotating submarines. You would see the little pelicans, mine, 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 as you're walking by and everything. And on top of that, uh, you know the Pixar in real life, how they have Hank in the little stroller? Like, I oh, would yeah. bring, like, an animatronic little stroller Hank and have him running around the area where kids are, like, trying to catch <laughs> him and, like, trying to talk to him and stuff like that. And you see, you know, Dory and everything and stuff. Uh, I think it would be just a really fun way to incorporate another Pixar property into the area. And 
almost make it seamless from like, you know, it would transition from Cars to Nemo, from Nemo to everything else Pixar. I would also like them to bring Turtle Talk with Crush over into that area. So we would lose some of the restaurants that were there and you bring the show building for Turtle Talk with Crush. Uh, I don't want to lose that attraction because I think, one, it's a super cool place to just keep cool in the summer. It's a great place to just sit down. It's entertaining for the kids. And where else are you going to get firsthand knowledge of whether or not you're the same turtle that appears in Moana? I mean, you got to ask Crush, right? <laughs> and if Crush verifies it, it's <laughs> got to be true. Just saying. Right. So wait, yeah. where, where are you putting Turtle Talk? I think it's Cocina Cucamonga. Like the where the canopy. Oh, you're getting are? rid of the restaurant. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, okay, we could put okay. restaurants somewhere else, man. Don't don't you worry about it. Okay, yeah, but we're okay. I'm getting rid of that. Moving Turtle Talk with Crush there, and remember, space is no issue, right? We're playing Roller Coaster Tycoon style here. Got it. I would also push it out a little bit because behind racers and behind all of that, there's actually some cast member area. So I mm-hmm, would actually mm-hmm. push it out and build like uh, an actual exhibit that maybe Disney can work together with like the Aquarium of the Pacific in Long Beach and they could put real fish and a real thing where they like train seals or they show like different animals that you would see in these films. They got a turtle, maybe they have like some tang fish and stuff like that. And I think it's a really good incorporation. You can learn a little something at the same time and it would feel more seamless than Carsland random Pixar Pier. Got it. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Are you keeping all the other, like, is Girardelli going to stay and the Lucky the lucky Fortune Cookery or whatever it's called? I would probably retheme it so that it was something closer to what's inside of the film. Uh, Girardelli okay. is just so generic that, yeah, I could totally stay. The other part, I still don't know what I would do with it, though. Okay. But the Ghirardelli's, I think, is pretty generic, and you know, you could just kind of keep it as part of like one of the shops and stuff there. But I feel like you could retheme the restaurants to be more in tune with something Finding Nemo or Finding Dory. And you do know that our assignment this week was Pixar Pier, not Pacific Wharf, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm making Pacific <laughs> Wharf part of Pixar Pier. Okay, and that's okay. why I want to bring True. that cohesiveness because then got it. Pixar Pier just becomes Pixar Land, right? And it all begins okay. with Cars Land. So you would have a clear delineation from Buena Vista to Avengers Campus to Pixar Land, which begins with Cars Land and ends all the way in the back. So you're going to rename that whole thing and call it Pixar Land? Yeah, you could still call it Pixar Pier. And you'd still have Cars Land? Of course. But it would just be a consistent run of yes. Pixar stuff. So you kind of leave Little Mermaid on an island there. You gonna? Oh no no! Her? Don't you worry. I'll get to Mermaid. Okay 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 okay. <laughs> just 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 wondering what's gonna. Don't you worry. What's gonna, the fallout's Don't gonna be? Don't you worry. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ursula yeah. took her voice. I'm taking her attraction. <laughs> I know hey. them's fatten words, hey. right? <laughs> I know I said I wasn't gonna be feisty this episode, but you That's know what? Hilarious. Sometimes it just comes out. I don't know what to tell you. Well, don't worry, I'm, I'm making deep cuts, too. <laughs> All right, who's next? Go for it, Melissa. Okay, so we currently have meet and greets in different locations in DCA. And I want I would love to have like a spot to have all of these meet and greets 
we're saying goodbye to emotional whirlwind. What? It's brand <laughs> new. No, it's goodbye. not. <laughs> Only goodbye. the paint jobs new. <laughs> it's a brand new retheming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just just hear me out. <laughs> so. Yeah, we did have something like Big Thunder Ranch where we had the long lost friends. And that was awesome because not only did you have everyone there, but it was controlled. Mm. And that's something we kind of don't have in DCA, especially during the holidays and whatnot. Um, There's usually like lines and it's congested. And it's like, let's bring it to the far corner of Pixar Pier. Have it be all there. Let's... You know, give some shade, some cooling mist, because it is hot when you're out there. Um, but what I would like to see, so going clockwise, you would have inside out theme, which would be for bing bong. And, but on the other side of that, like as an extra, I guess you would say like a photo op, I would love to see his wagon there. Oh, How yeah. awesome would it be to just have that photo op right there next yeah. to it? So you have your options. So right after that, I already knew Monsters was going to go. So you want to go ahead and put Monsters there? Guess so. We're going to put Monsters meet and greet right next to Bing Bongs. And of course, I want that to be the scare floor uh, door, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then the other door, I would love to see it as the Yeti, like nice. popping out. So that would be kind of cute. Now, the next one has to be Coco because we know Miguel is, you know, in Magic Happens. So bring him on over here. Let us meet him. I'd be great. And on the side, we have the Marigold Bridge to just have that and have it glowing. I would want to do that. And just to have that kind of like opportunity. The next one would be Wally, and I was thinking, beautiful space background, and I'm taking your idea, Hazen, and I'm running with this. He's going to be talking to everyone. Yes. So I would love to see that happen. App and or magic band style. Something. <laughs> and right next to that photo op is the Axiom's People Mover. Yes. So keep going. <laughs> can I can I pause you there for a second? Yes. I, I, I want to have a clear vision of this. So I, I, I may have missed at the beginning. Where mm-hmm. where are we talking about right now? What location are we at? We're emotional whirlwind, that whole so area. So we're all in that area. And it's just like, is this all an indoor thing or is it all outdoors? I and mean, it's like a series of stalls. Outdoor. Okay. But covered. Okay. If- so kind of like the... What do they call it? The Princess Fairy Tale Hall or whatever in the The Princess Fair. Yeah, in the Fantasy Fair. Oh, like where you queue up and you get to see three different princesses in a row, except this is outdoors. Yeah, this would be outdoors, but it doesn't have like the enclosures. So you could actually just line up to whoever you want to. So it kind of gives you more of a freedom. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Because sometimes, like for the Princess Fantasy Fair, you don't know who's behind those doors. So here you have that, okay, they're here or, you know, of course, we'd rotate them or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You would choose whichever. So. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. All Continue. Right. I just wanted to it's make okay. sure I was picturing all of this right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one, I would love to meet Kevin at Paradise Falls. Nice. 
So then imagine how that jungle look and whatnot, and then right next to it is the porch. Very cool. Let me just stand on that porch one day. <laughs> so it's almost <laughs> you know? like you got a character shot, but then you got like a selfie shot with e with each yeah. of these. I okay, I'm mm -hmm. I'm catching on here. This is a cool idea. <laughs> I like that idea. Okay. I have I have something similar that I was gonna talk about later. I might nice. I might incorporate it into your idea. Go for it. <laughs> so the the next one, I couldn't I want these two to have a home. And that's Nick and Judy. Oh heck yeah. I I feel so bad that they're right they're like in the middle of nowhere. I mean, even though they're not so, Pixar, but who cares? Yeah. It's okay, freebie. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> But they need a home. They do need a home. It's like give them a home. Put them over there. I just can't think of what would be like the side um, photo op. That's where I'm blank. But I would love to see them get a little bit more love. Yeah, pretty much just that. Just um, an open area. Boom. You have your different characters. They have a they have an actual home instead of like by the bathrooms. So that's pretty much it. That's my first one. I dig nice. it. Nice. I like it. All right. Um, I'm bringing in the heavy equipment here, kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wrecking balls, the whole thing. Uh, so let me let me give a little bit of background here. So I I fully believe that Paradise Pier had its perfect golden moment from about 2012 to about 2014, um, and maybe a little bit after that, there was this golden window of maybe maybe four years where I think Paradise Pier was perfect. Like the look of it, the amount of things that were going on, the, the idea behind it, I feel like they had figured it out. I thought it was a beautiful thing. And then they started tinkering with it and then they Pixarized it. And I think they've completely lost the plot. I, I just, I'm not impressed with almost anything in Pixar Pier anymore. I think it's it's subpar theming for the most part on, on Disney's grading scale. Um, and, you know, we live in a world now where we have Cars Land and Galaxy's Edge and Pandora in Disney World. Pixar Pier is not acceptable to me. So I love Lamplight Lounge and I like knickknacks. I think they're a great kind of entryway to a Pixar-themed land. Everything else goes. I'm taking out everything. Whoa. I'm getting rid of the coaster. I'm getting rid of Toy Story Midway Mania, the Ferris wheel, Silly Symphony Swings, all the way around to the Golden Zephyr. Goofy Sky School, gone. Emotional Whirlwind, gone. It's I'm leveling it. We are creating epic theming now, okay? Never, so, never criticize me for taking down an entire land, okay? No, I don't <laughs> criticize you for that. I criticize you for, oh, I'm just going to pick up Space Mountain and put it over in DCA. What's like, wrong with that? It's not a clogging. You don't man. know that. <laughs> if they make cranes big enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, it, it's just gone. Like, cry your tears now. Do your mourning, whatever you need to do. It's It's gone. I'm sorry, kids. Uh, but we're going to do something better. And so what you're going to see as you walk uh, across the, the front side of the bay um, in front of Little Mermaid or as you cross under Luxo into 
the top end of, of Pixar Pier is uh, a, a completely new vista. And we're talking full theming like Cars Land, like uh, Batu. And so it's two halves. Uh, it's going to be this major Pixar place, but it's only going to be two properties. So as you're looking across the bay, the left half of it is going to be a mountain range and it's going to be themed on the film Onward. And this is where we're going to get to step into uh, the, the town of New Mushroom. Uh, and we're going to get to experience the epic adventure of Onward firsthand. So uh, that's that sets the scene for the first half. It's going to go basically around to where the Incredicoaster ends. So where Emotional Whirlwind is and where the Incredicoaster curls around that currently, like that's going to be the spread of Onward. So from the, what do they call it now? The Abominable Snowman snow shack ice cream blah 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 yeah what do they call that place yeah. the yellow snow cone that, place that's it the yellow snow cone place enough. from there <laughs> all the way around to where the Incredicoaster ends right now is going to be onward so we're talking epic it has to be an epic adventure just like the movie nice. so uh, I've got several ideas here. The first one is going to be you're going to see the town of, of New Mushroom laid out before you in the kind of area where the Incredicoaster, the Incredibles house is, and then kind of around where the um, the cookie, sh uh, cookie cart is, and then up to like probably about where Jesse's Critter Carousel is. It's going to be all new mushroom. So you see the high school and you'll see the general streets and the stores and things like that laid out. You'll see the Lightfoot house and in the driveway, they'll have a meet and greet where you'll see Guinevere parked there in all her glory. And you'll get to meet uh, Ian and Barley for pictures and, you know, like, like a selfie with the with Guinevere, just like in the same tradition as uh, Melissa's photo opportunities on the other end of the pier. Um, and so that's that's my first major idea is you get to step into New Mushroom. And one of the things you get to do there is uh, see the Lightfoot house, kind of like when you go to Mickey's house, but you're not going to get to like tour it. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's enough there, but it's going to be a, a fully themed meet and greet with Ian and Barley. Um, I'd love it if they could come up with some sort of a animatronic version of their dad's legs. <laughs> that could be there too. <laughs> That's simple. Right. There's no I mean, eyeballs. You could... have to make squishy. That's super easy. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, that, that's my first idea. And then there's two more ideas for this land. And then uh, the other half of the land has three of its own ideas. Damn, we should have just had you go last so that after we gave all of our ideas, you could have just <laughs> demolished all of them and started from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's cool, man. I like that. Uh, I have a couple of ideas that bring Onward into Pixar Pier as well. But uh, this time around, it's funny. I didn't decide to demolish as much as you did. Um, I figured that I would just work on enhancing the Pixar presence and making it more cohesive. Because uh, to me, there's so many things that are broken about 
there's still so many elements of Paradise Pier and the original like pier that existed mm-hmm. that it still doesn't feel Pixar. Like it's very disjointed all the way around, right? Yeah. And in in one of my ideas, I actually thought about moving the the Luxo lamp and that archway closer to the front of where Little Mermaid is so that you know you're walking into that. And then I thought, well, mm-hmm. if if I'm going to expand everything and make it an area that starts from Cars Land, then I want to see that archway right next to Mater, you know, so you know you're walking into Pixar Pier and that's all the Pixar area. And even then, I would possibly have two of them, like one that leads right out of Grizzly Peak or one that leads into Grizzly Peak from way back where the Smoke Jumpers Grill is, because that's going to be brave, you know. So mm-hmm, if that's mm-hmm. a brave attraction, then we got to start way back there, right? All of a sudden, all that's a part of the pier too. So, uh, yeah, I I wanted to go more on the enhancement route versus the demolishing route this time but i like where you're going so far i'd like i want to hear the rest of your Mm -hmm. ideas because i think onward is one of those properties that definitely has to be represented in the parks for sure okay um well uh, i'll make this one simple uh this one i want to enhance the restaurants where paradise garden grill is Uh, Right now, it's kind of all these little mini restaurants where Mm -hmm. you can kind of go in and choose the type of food that you want. You stand in line or you go inside, you stand in line, whatever. You get your food and then you go outside and sit down. What I want to do is I want to cover even the outdoor area to make it one giant restaurant. Uh, And I want it to be – I don't want it to be necessarily Remy's, but I want it to be hosted by Remy. And the idea behind it is that – with all the seats that are around, like I want to call the restaurant shorts and along the nice. walls of the restaurant or wherever you, you have divisions, I want the Pixar shorts to be projected on the wall so that as you're sitting there having a meal, you're just watching a rotation of the different Pixar shorts and the spark nice. shorts and the spark shorts, I think are one of the most important elements of that idea because I think they bring a lot more diversity to that catalog Mm -hmm. of shorts and they have an enhanced message than the one we normally get with the regular shorts. So if you're Mm -hmm. just sitting there, you're just sitting there with your family, I think it's a good idea to kind of play those in the background, show the diversity that they've brought, especially with Spark Shorts. Uh, And you would just have a menu that caters to all food, you know, tastes. So you could have your more expensive meals. Like think of it as like like a really nice steakhouse, basically, you know, not quite 1901 or Carthay Circle, but also not Denny's. Right. Like it's somewhere like in the middle. So it's got like some pretty decently priced food. You could sit down and some air conditioning, nice presentation. But at the same time, the kids can also enjoy themselves by watching the stuff that's on the walls. And you have little speakers on your table so you can hear the films and they don't have to have speakers blasting on the entire thing. I like it. That was cool. I like I can hear the French music playing right now. It'd be nice, right? <laughs> little accordion music. Nice little calming shade. place to be in. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's got to be some, uh, some uh, like French press coffee or something there like some espresso like a little french cafe i want to steal your, your little guido idea 
Yeah. The the Guido Cappuccino Cafe or what did you call it? What did I call? It? I think I just call it Guido's, didn't I? Maybe I don't know, but having that cafe card or cafe stand or something, I think would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So that's it. Real simple, but I think retheming that entire restaurant area and having Remy host it. You know, it's kind of an extension of Remy's since we already have that somewhere else, I think would just be a better way of representing Pixar in that part of the the land. I dig it. You know, we should have. Hmm. (laughs) This is going to sound like kind of not what you want to see in restaurants, but I think it from someone who doesn't like uh, rats and stuff, I still think it'd be cute to see him like walk around in the kitchen. <laughs> so I thought about that. I actually thought about having like little rats carrying trays of food like a- around yeah. the walls and around the molding just to kind of make it look like there was stuff moving around. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like it would gross too many people out and be like, ah, there's rats <laughs> carrying my food. You could at least, you could at least have one of those I mean, like swinging doors with the circular window that would like look into the kitchen and have like a little animatronic Remy like look out and like, like look pop around out, just see how things are going, and then <laughs> pop back down. That would be fun. I like <laughs> that idea. Just like a little Easter egg, like the little uh, whatever swamp monster that comes up out of the water and yeah, you know, yeah. edge. Or, yeah. So we could have Remy pop up, and then you can see like what looks like Linguini's hand, just like push him down. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yes. There you go. I love it. Nice. It's uh, funny. All right, Mel. Let's Ooh. let's move this on here. Well, this is gonna be a good segue. Um, since you were talking about food, when I was thinking about um the pier what's one thing we like to do around the pier is walk around it right so what's going to be the first thing majority of us are going to do after everything is 100 percent safe we're going to start moving right i mean i want to kind of get some quarantine like thirty thousand pounds off so yay (laughs) (laughs) but um what i was thinking it's i'm not even going to touch the pier which is weird but i was thinking of something that will help in the long run, if that makes sense. So, all right, pretty much this. This is where a project, Friends Walk Together comes in play. And to me, I was thinking about having a walk and having to be rewarded for it. And the reason I say that is because we already do a lot of walking with gaming. You know, Pokemon Go, you see us constantly doing that. So what if you were able to download this app, walk, and get points for it? Now, at home, because, you know, you could get double the points at Disneyland, and I'll explain how. So at home, you know, some of us, you kind of find like the, that motivation to kind of move a little bit. And they have that with the Run Disney, which is awesome. Mm, So let's say you have your tasks, you collect your points, you do everything. Bring it to Disneyland or any park. But I was thinking of more of DCA in this, you know, this instant. Easily you could walk, what, 15 miles or whatnot? 15 steps is me, but I mean. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) So let's say they're doing that and you're, you're getting that. How awesome would it be to get points because you're walking with friends? 
you're doing a run Disney race or you're participating in chalk walk. And let's say you were to take those points, put it towards cheat day, you know, snacks, um, money off merchandise, hotels, you name it, you know, anything is possible with this. And I mean, what if there was a reward that you could stack up points or miles and go into Walt's apartment? Okay. I would walk. That right there is like the gem <laughs> of this idea. Like I was You're I welcome. was kind of on board because <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just going to be honest. Mm-hmm. There was I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you may remember that four years ago now, I was a part of this biggest loser competition that I absolutely smashed. Like I I mm-hmm. won this thing and I was super happy. The problem with that was that it was super unhealthy, especially the way that I did it. Like I did all the right things. I just did them in the wrong time frame. Like I mm-hmm. ate the right things. I walked a lot. I exercised and stuff. But mm-hmm. losing 70, almost 80 pounds, I, I, it's like 74, 72. I don't remember. But it was over 70, 70 to 75 pounds in the course of three months is super unhealthy. I do yeah. not recommend that you do that. I won the competition, but I bounced back hard. And no matter what I did, like my body started to fight against me. The fact that you're coming up with a way to gamify this in a way where you're incorporating Disney stuff, you're kind of incorporating Run Disney. It's a step in the right direction for a lot of people like me, for instance, that feel like they've been jaded by that whole process now, right? Like Mm -hmm. I have to think twice because honestly, I like competition, but the mm-hmm. problem is that I get super entrenched in competition sometimes, which is why I took that biggest loser thing so far. And so if I let it consume me, I will. And I feel like this is a safer way to compete for something like that than doing mm-hmm. what I did before. So the fact that you can build up these points and then get something like visit Walt's apartment I'm so freaking into something like that. I love this idea on so many levels, but the fact that you can get these points and get these awesome once in a lifetime exclusive prizes, so in. I dig it. I, I think it's a really cool idea too because I often, when the parks were open, um, would go and, you know, a lot of times, especially if it was crowded, you know, and I didn't really want to, I didn't feel the need to get on a bunch of rides, but I didn't want to mm-hmm. sit either. Um, I would just spend time walking, you know, at, and one of the places I would do like laps is around the bay, around Pixar Pier. Yeah. Like I would just kind of do circles there and just, you know, people watch and just look at the water and, you know, look at the different views as they change as you go around it because, you know, they do have great vistas throughout that park. And uh, yeah, so if I could get something back for that that'd be amazing right and it doesn't even have to be something big it could be as small as a fast pass for a world of color or oh i'm getting rid of world of color so (laughs) i am too (laughs) (laughs) i mean you kind of get me though but for a show i mean you could get that so i mean it's 
I'm like, I would do so many more laps if that were the case. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I love this idea. Yeah, I'm in. Thanks. I'm in. Let's just start it now. <laughs> Let's start it now. <laughs> well, All right. Well, before we continue, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you in part by the help of our podcast Fairy Godparents, also known as the FGP Squad. What is the FGP Squad? I'm glad that you asked. The FGP Squad is a group of listeners just like you that help us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon. If you want a little more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad, head over to podcateers.com slash FGP. There you will find some information, a link to sign up if you choose to do so, and a list of some of our top supporters. So again, podcateers.com slash FGP. And to all of the members of the FGP Squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. All right, Gavin, let's continue okay. your, your uh, restructuring of the entire land. Okay. So I'm going to do, I'm going to pepper in a few right now, a few um, things that are somewhat related. So the one thing I forgot to mention in my overview of this whole onward area that I'm creating is that it's going to have an interactive uh, portion of the the Disneyland uh, or the Disney Play app, kind of like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge does. So you will be able to go on your own virtual quests while you're in the land, um, following clues, searching for things, and you'll be able to earn achievements. Uh, you know, similarly to to the way you do in Galaxy's Edge. Love it. Um, so that that will be there. But uh, the next two ideas are both um, food spots for this land. So I'm taking over the abominable snowman, yellow snow cone, don't worry, it's lemon place. And <laughs> uh, we're going to, we're going to, it's going to still offer ice cream and snow cones or whatever it does. I've never actually ordered there. I don't know what it offers. Uh, but we're just going to call it the freezing spell. So it's, you know, it's a play on this whole like world of magic that you're casting a freezing spell on this delicious treat and you could eat it frozen. Uh, so that's going to get rethemed as like a wizard's ice cream shop. But the main new eating spot is going to be about halfway around, um, partially in the foothills of the mountains. So basically the the area around where you queue up for uh, the Incredicoaster now around to where Jesse's Critter Carousel is. It's going to be about the footprint of New Mushroom, but behind it where the coaster is and wrapping all the way around to where the coaster ends is going to be a mountain range where we're going to see Raven's Peak towering up there and we're going to see just this fantasy landscape sprawled out across there. So as you round the corner, as you get closer into the foothills, into these mountains, you're going to see the Manticore's Tavern. And it's gonna be just like the tavern that we see in the movie, big restaurant area where you can go in and eat. It'll be counter service, um, you know, where you can get your turkey leg and your ale and your D&D slash medieval Renaissance fair type food uh, and, and, nice. and enjoy your time and uh, maybe get a, a visit from the Manticore puppet mascot that, that comes by <laughs> which i think is a hilarious thing in that film uh and so yeah uh you'll you'll get to um 
order something from Corey's special fantasy menu there and and enjoy a good nice meal there um and i'm gonna leave it at that for right now nice save save my (laughs) my next big one for the next round man that means that now i'm gonna have to figure out a way to distinguish a turkey leg from disneyland regular dca and the manticore's cavern (laughs) yep 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 huh Okay. Different levels of magic. Okay. Challenge yep, accepted. Yep. All right. <laughs> Game on. Let's do this. <laughs> really had to twist your arm there. I mean, look, you said food. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. I'm in. <laughs> um, I just had to get this one out of the way um, because, quite frankly, um, I'm still a little sad that they didn't go with putting – uh, a Luxo ball on the pal around. Mm-hmm. So considering that we're redoing stuff, uh, I'm just going to get rid of the pal around. I'm, I'm just going to get, it's gone. I mean, it doesn't belong yep. there. So it's gone. Yep. Um, trying to figure out which idea to go with next here. Um, how many more ideas do each of you have? Nothing. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Hmm. I'm not even halfway down my page yet. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I'll go with this one. I'll go with this one just so we can go so we can wrap around with Gavin. Because um, clearly Gavin's going to get the trophy for this episode. But <laughs> I told you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Goofy Sky School. Gone. It doesn't. Yep. It just it doesn't need to be there. Uh, it's yep. not a great <laughs> ride to begin with. It's not a great attraction. It's just. A simple, what's it called? Crazy Mouse Coaster? Wild Mouse. Wild Mouse Wild Coaster mouse, yeah. with a couple of goofy pieces of wood. You know, it's mm-hmm, like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. So in that area, uh, I would clear off uh, some of the some of the stuff that they have there, including the coaster. And I would come up with a small stage similar to the theming that they had in Coco where Miguel was performing to win an opportunity to go up to see Ernesto de la Cruz uh, oh, okay. and have the entire back uh, like backlit, have it have this perspective view so that it looks like you're looking up the hill into Ernesto's mansion and stuff like that. Uh, obviously at night it's going to look a lot nicer than it would during the day. But uh, the whole idea is to have Miguel come out and perform a couple times with Hector. And you can have other bands that are Pixar-related come out and perform there. We can bring back the um, Pixarmonic Orchestra, which I thought was just a really cool addition to Pixar Pier that... uh, I just think we need some kind of entertainment like that, and that would be a really fun place to put them. Uh, and aside from that, it could just serve as a stage that you could use for other presentations. Sometimes when they do presentations, like the the celebration that they did with the marionette and stuff like that, it's difficult for people to see it when you're in a crowd and it's all ground level. So mm-hmm. bringing it up on a stage, I think, would allow more people to see it from farther away. You can set up better speaker systems and have it bounce off in such a way where if you're sitting down at the restaurant, you can still kind of see it. Uh, if you're farther away and you're in the crowd you don't have to worry about putting kids on your shoulders and then other people doing the same and then people putting up ipads to record it in front of your face and stuff like (laughs) it would just be 
on a much higher ground, you could still see the show and enjoy it. So I would put like a nice little stage back there for these types of smaller shows. Nice. I like it. Uh, that plays uh, into, I mean, it, it won't fit with my idea, but it plays into my later idea. So I like it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I figured it was going to get demolished by your idea, but that's okay. <laughs> I told you I'm taking it all. I'm all very right. greedy this week. <laughs> All right. Is it back to me or did you have any more, Mel? Nope. It's all you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm the guy who showed up to the house party in the tuxedo here. I'm, I'm overdressed. Oh, you totally uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up in the tuxedo shirt. <laughs> yeah, tuxedo t-shirt. Because right? that's the way I imagine my baby Jesus with a tuxedo shirt. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh all right, so I'm going to finish up my onward section, um, and we are adding a new e-ticket dark ride adventure in the tradition of both Pirates of the Caribbean and Radiator Springs Racers. Um, so this is going to take us on an epic quest uh, where we're going to follow Ian Barley and their dad's legs uh, on the quest for the magical gem like they do in the movie. We'll kind of revisit the highlights. It'll, it'll be a lot like Ra uh, Radiator Springs Racers where you kind of see all the highlights of the movie as you go through. But um, you're going to board really cool rocking uh ride vehicles for this so i imagine a series of vans like guinevere with all kinds of different airbrush awesomeness to them and then also maybe like station wagons like cool like 70s era stuff with airbrushed art all over them those are going to be your ride vehicles that you get in and the innovation that i want to happen on this ride because as you know from the film, a lot of it is in Guinevere, but then a big chunk of it is they're going down this uh, underground river and they're floating. Uh, in the movie, they're on a big Cheeto. But what I want to do is have the, the ride vehicles be like uh, amphibious vehicles. So, you know, you'll be on a track on land and then they'll just kind of dip into the water and be on a track in the water as well. Um, so it'll feel like you're transitioning to different environments along the way. Uh, but it's going to be pretty much all inside the mountain range. So you can have fully themed sets and, and storytelling, just like Radiator Springs Racers. Um, and it's going to just take you on that journey. Um, and it's going to cover the length and breadth of that mountain range. Um, so really, really, I want it to feel epic. Um, I want it to feel, you know, as epic as Rise of the Resistance, I'm told. I still haven't been on it. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of what I'm going for. Just real e-ticket stuff <laughs> here with all the beautiful imagery from that film, which I think is really uh, underrated. I, I don't know that enough people have seen it yet, um, but I feel like it may have a resurgence or a, a cult uh, following that grows out of this year as people just stream stuff at home. Uh, so yeah, that's my my big idea for this, um, and I just I just want it to be big and and be filled with that rocking music that you hear him playing <laughs> Guinevere, and I don't know, I just ah, I just I think it could be so much fun. I love it. I actually do think that would be super super fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just there's just so much energy to that movie, and there's so much love and and spirit to it as well that I, I think with. Disney storytelling, you know, pulled into that attraction. It could just be a real, a real winner. Yeah. I love that idea. Um, okay. Hmm. 
You know, I had another onward idea. I had like a couple of onward ideas, but I like that one more. So I think I'm gonna nix one of mine. Um, because it was kind of similar, but yeah, uh, I'll go with something different. How about this? Um, okay. I I love roller coasters, and I love the fact that there is a roller coaster in Paradise Pier. But even with screaming, I think Disney could have done a lot better. Like a wooden mm-hmm. coaster is, I get it. It was part of the pier theming and all that stuff. But roller coaster technology has come so far in the last 30 years that some of yeah. these 4D coasters that they have in other parks are just mind-blowingly awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to see one of these 4D style coasters and it could still be themed to the Incredibles but I want to see like scenes with Syndrome and and like scenes with the monsters like reaching out to you as the coasters are like going into a dip as you're going Mm -hmm. around your like your cart flips because you're sitting individually not just in like a little like a general track coaster with a lap bar or I'm sorry with the shoulder harness uh so there would be a lot more characters. There would be a lot more animation. It would seem more exciting than mm-hmm. the couple of additions that they made to the coaster. I think for it to be truly an Incredit coaster, it needs to be a whole new coaster altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this I is agree. kind yeah, of I like agree. a we tried coaster, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I would love to see it in a 4D style uh, with a lot more enhancements a lot more characters you could still get the entire story you could still integrate Edna mode you can bring Mirage into the story and uh, I think there's so much you can do where maybe you can even have all of the villains team up and you have like the underminer come up in one section and you just (laughs) nearly you know dodge what he's trying to do and you finally end up against syndrome right like there's Mm -hmm. uh, a whole story that goes along with it but like the way it is now like chasing jack jack like jack jack's cute and all but that's not a good story like it just yeah yeah, you tried it doesn't it doesn't really cash in on the whole superhero thing it doesn't and that's the problem Mm -hmm. right there's nothing exciting about it to me Mm -hmm. so that's what i would do with that one but i would completely get rid of that coaster and bring up a real coaster that would kind of sit in the middle where World of Color currently sits. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and part of the reason I want to do that is because I have another idea for that part of the area as well. So I'll get okay. to that in my next round. Okay. Excellent. So uh, just as a little injection here, um, I, I am getting rid of World of Color but I'm not getting rid of the bay. I do like the energy that that body of water gives to the area. And I like that you go all the way around it. I like that. And I like the views that you're gonna get looking across that water up into the mountains that I'm creating. So I wanna keep that there. I just don't wanna have a show that takes away from anything because I hate the way that they had to shut down that area when they started World of Color, you know, so like, you can't get on the Incredicoaster after a certain time because World of Color is going to be running. And I, I think that's terrible because 
theme parks are so magical at night and to cut off a section of it and turn it off during that time especially with what they did with the pier i i i, I never agreed with that so um what i want to do is just i like the 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 very powerful um fountains and the lighting that they have in there so i just want to have just like you know, little fountain shows that go off and keep that area in front of the bay where it's got all the tiered steps and everything to let just people take a load off at any random part of the day or the evening. And if they wait there five minutes or more, they'll see a little fountain show or a big fountain show. It's just going to be fountains just going off. They might play some music with it, but it's not going to require projections or be like a thing that they got to do fast passes for. It's just going to be something that's more or less constant. You know, there'll be breaks in there, but more or less, you'll just it's kind of like the the one in Vegas that I think it's at the Bellagio or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like maybe not as huge as that, but, you know, just something cool. And then at night you can bring in all the beautiful colored lights that they have and just just do something pretty out there just as a diversion, something to add to what you're looking at basically um so that that's all i want to do with the the bay itself um but the second half of my land so basically the area now called paradise gardens uh so from the end of the incredicoaster all the way around to little mermaid is now going to be coco the whole thing coco we're getting rid of the Silly Symphony Swings. We're getting rid of the Zephyr, the Jumpin' Jellyfish, Goofy Sky School. All of these are going to be incorporated into uh, this land of Coco. So we're basically going to be in the middle there where the restaurants are uh, and around that is going to look, be totally rethemed to look like the, the little town of Santa Cecilia and that where all the tables and chairs are for the restaurants that's going to look like that central plaza in the middle of santa lucia with the statue of ernesto and everything and um so they'll there'll always be like music playing there and you'll see you know lots of people milling about but um that's where you're gonna that's gonna be kind of like the central like vibrant area of uh this uh coco land i guess um and what I want to do is I want to retheme the two main restaurant buildings there. So the the big one that's called um, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta right now, which is like you walk in and it's like three different counter service places. Um, mm -hmm. We're gonna kind of meld that into one thing. It's gonna be rethemed completely. You know, it's not gonna look like this weird half Mediterranean, half Californian place that it is now. And it's going to be um, straight out of Mexico, out of Santa Cecilia, that that kind of look. And the restaurant is now going to be called Mama Coco's. And it's just going to be traditional uh, Mexican food. So it's you fine. Want you some got tamales. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll get like eight on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it's it's fine that you're getting rid of the uh, Rancho Cucamonga from the Pacific Wharf because we'll just move the the Mexican restaurant to there, um, and so that that will be what that becomes. And then the what's now called the Paradise Garden Grill, I want to rename it something more like the Mariachi Grill or something like that, just to give it a little more cocoa punch. 
Um, and I was thinking maybe, um, you know, that could be more like a taco stand, maybe like fish tacos and things like that, that which they already have some of there already. Um, and those will be like the two main food offerings in this area. And then what I want to do is off to the left of there. So between where that restaurant ends and where like the coaster begins, there's kind of like a blank space, right? So I want to add kind of some some shops and fill out the town so it feels more like a little town. Um, and maybe you can see like their their shoe making uh, shop there in the background or something. And maybe we'll have a shoe store. I don't know. Mm. We, we could do something like that. Um, but where you could see like, um, you know, Miguel's little crawl space up there where he hid all his music stuff. And maybe you'd see Dante poke his head out from somewhere and just have lots of little neat little nooks and crannies, you know, kind of like um, almost like uh, New Orleans Square. But, you know, with much more of a Southwest Mexican kind of flavor to all the architecture. OK, I feel like this is a much larger scale of Olvera Street. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it is, but I love it. Yeah. I love the statue of Ernesto at the end as well. I think it mm -hmm. would bring a lot mm -hmm. of flair to the area. Um, I can already see them trying to integrate the three caballeros into that somehow. Yes, please. This I don't think so. Like, no, I don't think it would Pixar. go. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, it's no. just for the sake of adding something Mexican. Like, you're not gonna do it, right? Like, it no, would break yeah, the no. the energy exactly. of Coco. Yeah, um, it can go somewhere else. I'm not opposed to having them having a place in the parks, but that's not what this is. Yeah, yeah. Neither yeah. am I. I yeah, yeah. I like this a lot, uh, especially because of how much I love Coco. Uh, oh, yeah. In Southern California, that representation, I think, would also go a really long way as oh, far yeah. as getting yeah. more people to the parks. Uh, DCA course. would become a fan favorite very quickly <laughs> if that sure. area yeah. was a reality. <laughs> yeah. And, I, you know, they could do so much more um, during the holidays, um, you know, that they already try and inject in there um, throughout the years now. Um, but like it could just have this ever present, you know, kind of festival atmosphere. And I think it would be such a cool, vibrant addition. All those warm, rich colors from that film just adds so much to it. Because uh, the one thing I feel like, even though they added color to Pixar Pier, I feel like the colors just are nothing, you know, like, I don't know. It just feels like a it's visually kind of a dead land they're not bright enough yeah, it's yeah. Very muted. So yeah. just mm -hmm. think about onward and then this panoramic view and then it blends into coco and and then once we get to my final idea it's going to be this extra pop of color that it's just going to be yeah that they need to make this happen it's way better than what they've got yeah and see right here <laughs> we could put the churro with the cajeta <sighs> sauce. There you go. There you go. We could totally yeah. do that. I'm in. All right. Well, sold. That's it. That's the <laughs> end of the episode. Know, Let's right? do it. You don't <laughs> even need to finish, ideas. Gavin. We're on board. That's it. We're done. <laughs> but my last idea is so good. So you have one more because I have three. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got my – and then I've got a an e-ticket attraction, which is going to be awesome. Okay, cool. Um, I'm wondering if I can combine – no, they're kind of separate – um all right i'll go with this one next then uh 
one of the things that I miss about Disneyland because I don't feel like I ever really had an opportunity to enjoy them are the sky buckets. And mm. considering that Disney mm. World has their version of the sky buckets now, uh, it, I mean, it sounds weird to say, but it's kind of one of the reasons I want to go to Walt Disney World. <laughs> Forget about all the other stuff. I kind of want to ride the sky buckets. Um, yeah. But I think we have an opportunity to integrate them into California Adventure as part of Pixar Pier. The way that I would do that is behind um, – and and this is now kind of like in a weird spot, but – because I'm kind of shifting the coaster around because of something else that I'm going to do, uh, I want to make clear that I'm not completely getting rid of the water either because I like the water areas, especially uh, the visual that you get out of uh, Lamplight Lounge and stuff like that with the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just going to be stuff in it, and there's going to be some walkways and stuff that kind of break it apart a little bit. Um, I'll get more into that after. But uh, to where... Currently, where Jesse's Critter Carousel is, uh, one, we're getting rid of the carousel because we just don't need it. I mean, it was a retheming that just didn't need to happen. Instead, what we're going to get is Carl's house. And this is what, what you were saying, Aww. Melissa. This is kind of <laughs> where my idea goes. What we're going to get is Carl's house. That's going to be the, the queue. And when you walk into Carl's house... You will walk into what just looks like a basket, okay? And it's going to shoot you up and connect with the wires that go around the park. <laughs> but there's going to be a visual illusion where the basket that you're in is the house. And you're kind of just like sitting over the house. So because of the perspective view, it's going to look like a little house with balloons is shooting up into the air, connecting to the wires. And that's what's going to be floating around California Adventure. <laughs> so it's going to be these buckets oh. that look like Carl's house floating around. Nice. That's awesome. So that's the idea. <laughs> I like it. So it's going to go all the way around DCA? Not D- not all of DCA. Primarily oh. Pixar Pier. Like, I don't gotcha. want it to be part of Avengers Campus. I don't want it to be a part of anything else. Um, it would require some visuals to break. Uh, like, we would need some trees and, like, fake... Uh, mountains and stuff like that so that it doesn't Mm -hmm. go like into Avengers Campus like you're not going to be in you know in one of those attractions and then all of a sudden you see a little flying house with balloons right so we would need something to kind of block it out from other uh, from other lands but uh, I just think it would be super cool to watch Carl's house kind of floating around and have it serve as like a magic bucket skyway sort of attraction where people are inside this little house and they're like flying around California Adventure. Yeah. I love it because that view uh, from where I, what I'm picturing this, this is going to help that view. You know how, um, I guess you would say beyond the berm, you know how we could see the construction. Mm-hmm. So that would actually help really well with visual. You would kind of not see that background and you would see the, the balloon. I mean the, the homes which will be really cute. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be really fun. So the cool thing is, too, like based on where that is, like across from it where I think right now is where they sell the chicken, right? Uh, Yeah, the chicken bucket place. Like you could make oh, yeah. that into like, what is it? The What's the name of the, is it Foster's? What, what's the name of the? Fenton's. Fenton's. 
Fentons. Yeah. You could make that like a little Fentons right there. That'd oh, be like, yes. That'd be super cute, right? Yes. <laughs> Just oh. facing each other. I didn't even think about that. I love the idea. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, look, I went crazy about ice cream in the last episode, right? Right. Now you're yeah. bringing it all mm-hmm. back. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Cool. All right. Um, so my final idea, as I mentioned before, is an e-ticket attraction for Coco. So basically, um, the area that is where Silly Symphony swings is and then Jumpin' Jellyfish um and then kind of around to where the zephyr is that's all going to get filled in there's like little inlets of water that go in between all those things it's all going to get filled in because this is now going to become the queue area and the famous graveyard from santa cecilia Mm. so you're going to board um, a sugar skull vehicle in this area in the graveyard and you'll be sent on your way with a, a musical send-off from Miguel, who will wish you, you know, good luck on your journey. And you're going to come out of the cemetery and up and over the Marigold Bridge, which is now going to be the entrance to this Cocoa Land. Yes. So, so basically right about where the Golden Zephyr is now, across to like the Corndog Castle, all the way across that is going to be this huge marigold bridge and your cars are going to be going up and over that and into the other side where from uh the corn dog castle and like that little merchandise stand there almost to where uh, little mermaid is all the way back through goofy sky school and behind the restaurants and exteriorly it's going to look like the land of the dead just towering over Santa Lucia um, to its left. And kind of like, the because the, there's kind of like this idea that they, they kind of coexist in the same space and one exists around the other. Uh, you just have to go on this journey to get to the other. And so you're gonna dive down the other side and into the land of the living where you're gonna enter the show building. And so it'll be all interior so you can control the lighting and it'll just be glowing inside there with all of those blues and purples and oranges and reds and you know that visual that you get in the movie the first time that he crosses over and it's just boom mind-blowing everywhere around you just these colors and it's just going to be a tour of the land of the dead your host your onboard host is going to be hector who's going to be showing you all the sights and sounds in his very hector way with all of his energy <laughs> and uh so you'll see all the major sights from the movie you'll, you'll see the family along the way you know you'll get to say hi to them along the way you'll see pepita do a flyby all all the stuff you're just going to tour the land of the dead and um you know hector's just going to show you where he hangs out all the time and then you know you're going to get to journey back um so i i I really want this one to be just like a like a like a greatest hits kind of but also just like uh just let's just get lost in the visuals kind of experience and say hi to these characters but not like most rides where it retells the story of the movie um this one really is just like hey come on come experience it like miguel did and you know see this world firsthand and then you know journey back and and depart again at the graveyard and i just i just think it could be this visual 
explosion of an experience like the movie itself. And that's kind of my vision for it is just light and color. Okay. I know how we can do this, Gavin. Okay. So here's the deal. I was going to give one more idea after this, but I think this is a really great spot to end the episode. And I'm going to give you my ideas and we'll, and we'll end it. The last three, um, I was looking at my notes and I have like three. Um, so I'll tell you what, we're going to save those for the FGP squad. It's not going to take very long. It's probably going to be about 15 minutes tops, but we'll leave those for the FGP squad and we'll end on this idea because I love this. Okay, cool. How about Mm -hmm. this? How about during the day? It just kind of looks like a bridge and you kind of have like inklings of the fact that there's like these orange elements to it right but you can't really see it you just kind of see a little bit of the the orange and the yellow sparkle right but then just like in cars land they have a ceremony where they turn on the neon you have someone dressed up as mama imelda going to the end of the bridge and there's music and everything and she holds up a little marigold and she says <laughs> i give you all my blessing and she throws the little marigold petal and the bridge lights up and all of a sudden yes. it just turns into these oranges and yellows and so vibrant and light comes up from the bottom and everything around it begins to light up with all these purples and blues and pinks and stuff that you see in the back and it just looks like that scene from when the Bridge becomes active. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. I, I just have one suggestion. Start it now. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Besides that, um, we're gonna need like a tissue station right before you board. <laughs> that's that's it. That's pretty much it. Everything else is perfect. <sighs> just go grab a handful of napkins at Mama Coco's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Imagine that ceremony. Like just the nightly yeah, thing. Could be it would be so just cool. as iconic as Route 66, mm-hmm. just as iconic as Sleeping Beauty Castle turning on. Like I just, ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We got to end on that one. That You <laughs> win, right, dude. Cool. You win. Like, <laughs> hands down, you won this one. So uh, I, had, I had fun with it. All right. Well, we're going to end the episode on that note. FGP squad, we're going to post an additional, uh, some additional ideas that I had, just kind of some runners up. I think one of them I really considered as like one of my main ideas, but uh, I really like this one. So FGP squad, watch out for that additional content. Log on to Patreon and you'll be able to listen to that as well. Um, If you enjoyed a particular idea, Join the conversation and let us know in the comments for the blog post for this episode at podcasters.com slash 319, Instagram, Facebook, or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts on any or all of these ideas, whichever you'd like to share, and we'll share those on an upcoming episode. And uh, that's it. It's a great way to end this uh, armchair Imagineering segment for Pixar Pier. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. Major look. <laughs> <laughs>